Snapping Turtles! Hang on. I know how to solve the situation. I'm sorry. I... I don't. Um... I... I thought that maybe I would have thought of something by the time that I finished my sentence. No, wait. Wait! I have a solution! No, that didn't work either. I really thought that if I did it, it would work. Cease your verbal communication, I have an idea. No, Brian, we've already tried that and it doesn't work. You should know that if I can't come up with an idea on the spot, then you certainly can't. No, sir, I have a real idea. But why didn't you say so? Out with it, Brian! My soul is on the line! There is no time you to waste! You are all so dramatic. I'm taking his soul. There's nothing to debate. This is not a negotiation. It's the sole purpose of why I'm here. <laughs> soul? It's funny because I said soul like S-O-U-L, but spelt S-O-L-E. <laughs> Do you get it? <laughs> oh, come on. Give me something to work with here. Wow, <laughs> tough crowd. My jokes are fire. <laughs> like the fires of the underworld. Scientist? Are my humour processors malfunctioning? No. No, they are not. And, also, even if your jokes were good, we wouldn't be laughing at them because you are literally dragging me to hell. It's incredibly traumatic. I don't think you understand how this damning my soul to eternal darkness business is supposed to work. Yeah, read the room. Where did you learn that phrase, Master Gremlin? I have a book of 1001 hip young phrases for hot and trendy teens. I found it when we were clearing out the cupboard. You stole my book! Gremlin, you mustn't keep reading that. I plugged it out of the darkest part of human history. The 1990s. Talk to the hand. This book is the bomb, yo. Stop being such a freaking buzzkill, bro. We need to confiscate this book before the damage is irreversible. We need to hatch a plan immediately. We have to snatch it and destroy it. This is ridiculous. I am right in the middle of something. How have you managed to derail this? Again. This is literally my moment. Stop changing the subject and let me drag your friend away and burn his skin on hot coals for the rest of eternity like I'd planned to. No! Cowabunga! Look, we were all up for dealing with this dramatic dragging me to the underworld thing before the gremlin got his grubby hands on a book of 90s phrases. There are more important things to deal with now. I am not exaggerating when I tell you that this gremlin having access to this book could bring doom and destruction to the whole of man, robot, and gremlin uh, kind. That's uh, quite demon exclusionary. Oh, that's not the point. Enough. I have waited too long. There is no way out of this, no matter how long you try and delay the inevitable. Wait, Brian, didn't you say that you had an idea? Ah, yes. Allow me to illuminate. Ugh. Shh, we're listening to Brian. I bet their idea is totally gnarly, dude. Hang ten. This is a real crab apple Sunday morning afternoon. I made that last one up. Go ahead, Brian. As I was saying, 
Not that any of you have asked. Recently, I have been occupying my time with over 600 online learning courses. And when did you find the time for all that? I did most of it in the two weeks we spent in the cupboard when we were supposed to be looking for the whiteboard, but no one was doing it. Which is fine. Anyway, one of those online learning courses was in the law of demonology, which I suppose is quite convenient now. Mr. Demon. Is it, or is it not correct, that in order to claim the soul of a human being, their soul must be more evil than it is good? Technically, as a demon, I don't have a gender, so I'm not a mister. And though you might be right, I have been studying you all for weeks, and I know for a fact that Albert Akintosh is evil. Do you remember that time when he was literally beating you, Brian? And Gremlin, remember when he insisted on telling you the truth about your seashell being a Being a real seashell he got from the beach, yes we remember. What I'm suggesting is that we put the scientist's morality on trial. Trial? Did you say trial? He'll need a lawyer. Somebody to defend him from the prosecution and prove his innocence. Brian, flip all the tables over. We can build a witness stand. Okay, no, nobody do that. We're not I'm already doing no, it. absolutely. Oh. Right. We're going to need a jury. No! No one must ever find out that we're here. How many times? Literally everyone knows that you're up here. I wouldn't bother, little demon. It's a losing battle. Now our court is set up, we'll need somebody to win the case for you. Somebody with guts, brains, who knows the law like the back of their hand. Somebody with nerves of steel, an analytical genius. Somebody whose name begins with a B. Well, I wouldn't say genius. Don't be ridiculous, Brian. You're clearly more qualified to be the judge. No, I'm talking about me, your faithful Bremlin. <laughs> oh, wait, <laughs> that begins with a G. <laughs> but when I'm in the courtroom, I'm not your friendly Gremlin that you know and love. No, I'm Bobby Bobson, the best damn lawyer this side of the East Wing of the hotel. I've never lost a case before, and I'm sure as heck not going to lose this one. But I promised myself that I, that I would never come out of retirement. What could this do to my wife and kids? Not to mention the dog. After my last case, I never thought I'd get him back. But no. No! My friend needs me, and without my help, his soul is lost forever. Lady Justice may be blind, but she would never fall death on a dead man's cries, howling at the moon at the dead of night. Ow-woo! Ow-woo! It got away from me at the end there. But what I'm trying to say is that I'll take the case. Well, if you're happy with that, scientist, I absolutely am then not. that leaves the demon as the prosecution. Oh, all right, fine. If it will stop you talking, then I'll do it. <laughs> this will be good. This is how it's going to work. Demon is arguing against the scientist's soul, and the gremlin is arguing for. I will be the judge, as expertly suggested by the gremlin, so I will determine who wins the case. To make it fair, I will run my impartiality program. It was developed when I was mediating the treaty between us and the mice. We will be using the radio hijacking system to gather witness statements. Any questions? Yes, many. Excellent, let's get started. I like to call myself to the stand. 
There's no need for that just yet, Gremlin. We need to make opening statements first, and then we can... Oh, you're already up there. Very well then, just ignore everything I'm saying. You usually do. I, Gremlin, am very happy to be here with all of my friends. It's nice to spend the time chillaxing. This concludes my statement. Right. So, Demon, your opening statement, if you please. Wait, this is wrong. We need something to swear on. A book that is held above that of life itself. A book that everyone within this room respects, understands, cares for, and most importantly, one that we can all read. So I would suggest that we use... 1001 hip young phrases for hot and trendy teens. It's perfect. Well, according to my calculations, it is the most significant book in this room at this current moment. So, Gremlin, if you could place your hand upon the book and repeat after me. I swear on this book, 1001 hip young phrases for hot and trendy teens, that I will tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. I swear on this book, 1001 hip young phrases for hot and trendy teens, that I will tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Thank you. Now, Demon, if you could take the stand, place your hand upon the book, and repeat after me. <laughs> nope, sorry, no. I was happy to go along with your weird antics, but I am not swearing to tell the truth on an old book for teenagers. Objection! It's not time to say that yet, but good try. Demon, I'm afraid we won't let you take our scientist without a fair trial. So you either swear on this book or go home empty-handed. Overruled. Ugh, fine. The quicker I get out of this attic, the better. Okay, place your hand on the book. I swear on this book, 101 young phrases. I'll swear the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Wonderful. We are ready for the first argument. Sustained! I appreciate the enthusiasm. Demon, would you like to start us off? Very well. <clears throat> Ladies... Gentlemen, androids, small little smelly thing, and everyone who, for some unknown reason, is choosing to make us go through this long and painful process. I would, first of all, like to say, look at me and what do you see? Please, don't answer that. It was rhetorical. Before you, you see a demon. Someone who has spent their entire existence learning and training to be able to spot a corrupted soul in the blink of an eye. And let me tell you, those years I spent at the academy were not spent partying. They were not spent slacking off from my studies to go down to the local arcade, play some pinball with the other demons. No, they were spent studying each and every single demonicon I could get my hands on. Torture 101, I aced that demonic incantations i came out top of my class so let me ask you if you were going to ask for someone's soul to be judged who would you go to albert he does science brian they're good for calculations you choose myself the one with a bachelor's in soul judging what about me i'm sorry what is it that you actually do here point taken so please, I implore you, let me do my job and make sure that this individual never gets a good night's sleep again. Thank you. That was actually very well put. Gremlin, your opening statement, if you please. Of course. I stand before you, 
Pop in a squat to lay down the facts. Gremlin, if we are to continue with this trial, I must insist you stop using these phrases and talk normally. You got quite invested in your retired lawyer bit earlier. How about you revive that instead? Of course, Brian. I will do my best to follow those rules. Not now. Everybody, get ready, because I'm about to open up a can of whoop-ass on this court case. Gremlin! Language! Oops, sorry. <clears throat> I have lived in this attic for about two weeks and a half. And in that time, yes, I have been made fun of. Yes. I have been made the butt of the joke, being called names like Green Cabbage, Tennis Ball, and many other horrible, horrible names. But in all of that time, I have felt at home. I have felt like there is a place that I belong. And in conclusion, my name is the Gremlin, and I like my friends. Okay, so I'm doomed. Well, thank you both for your opening statements, I think. The court is going to take a small recess so I can not be doing this for a moment. Please talk amongst yourselves, and Gremlin, please try to think about what you're going to say next. Our friend's soul is on the line. You can count on me, home skillet. Gremlin, please, can I represent myself? I feel like we'll have a far greater chance of winning if I'm just allowed to... Of course not! I already have the suit and tie. It's too late to change anything now. But you're not now. wearing a suit and tie. No Grim. ifs, no buts, no coconuts. Here's hopeless. You cannot honestly think you're going to win this. Well, we may not have much of a chance, but it's better than not trying at all. Is what I'm trying to tell myself. <laughs> Actually, I think that you might have a better chance if you were to give up. <laughs> Your defence is useless. He's not that useless. He cares about me and he's trying his best and he... He's currently licking my elbow. Yeah, he does that. Gremlin, off. Off! Well, when in a crisis, hot beverages? Seriously, this is what you're doing. In the middle of a court case for your friend Saul, you're going to stop and have a hot drink. Yes, this is how we do it. Why, do you not want a drink? Of course I want a drink. I would like a chalice of blood drained from the purest being on earth. I don't stock that, unfortunately. Oh, well, chamomile tea then. I'll have a small black coffee with seven shots of espresso, please, Brian. Can I have a hot chocolate with a pickled onion? Hold the marshmallows though, please. I'm in the business of business. And by business, I do of course mean law business. And I will have an engine oil frappe. <clears throat> this is a nice rest. So, Demon, what do you like to do when you're not condemning souls to the underworld? Well, I quite like sculpting with clay. Interesting. And what do you make out of the clay? Is it like busts? I usually make up fantasy animals. Like I get two elements of already existing animals and I make it into one creature. So I guess 
As an example, I would get the beak of a crow and uh, the tentacles of a squid and make a crow weird. That's not the best example. It's quite hard to explain. Okay, well that sounds like an exciting hobby. Well, we should probably continue with the case if we want to be done before the gremlin's bedtime. Ah yes, uh, where were we? Your friends cannot save you this time, puny human. Your soul will be mine and you will spend eternity in the depths of the empty void with no company except for your own orders. After that pleasant lead-in, do you have any witnesses to call, Demon? Uh, yes, I would like to call upon the residents of room number 499. Incoming transmission from room 499, Anti-Albert Akintosh Club Room. And to summarize the last 1,200 hours of vigorous discussion, I think we can safely assess that Albert Akintosh and his attic-dwelling chums are evil. If, hypothetically, a demon was to try and drag his soul to the underworld, there are 672 motions in support of this development, and hmm, one motion to reject it, and one motion to reject... All right, who was this? Where is this Mr. G. Remlin character? This is absolutely not good enough. Pretty damning evidence, right? <laughs> Get it? Damning? It's funny because it's literally damning. That's good, right? It is! It is good! It's a good joke! Who needs you guys? <laughs> I don't. I don't need approval. You don't need to drag us to the underworld because that joke was enough of a punishment. <laughs> I, I know. I'm great. I'm sure they won't have enough evidence, though. Certainly not enough to be damning. <laughs> oh, just give me an Oscar. Really? That's how we're playing it, then. Okay, Gremlin. How about you call your witness? Oh, good idea. You're going to be toast after this one. I call my witness in room 3.14, the scientist's one and only inspiration. You're hijacking the professor. I based all my inventions of his research. He's literally the reason I became a scientist. He's going to have something nice to say about me. I am sure of it. Incoming transmission from room 3.14, the laboratory. Scientist in the attic. It's amusing to me that he calls himself the scientist when his practice makes such a mockery of my scientific research. What? Shut up and listen. The scrappy radio he raves on about is old technology. He didn't invent radio. He hasn't invented anything new. He just takes mildly interesting concepts and copies them himself. If he were a good man, he would throw his hands up and admit he's not the genius he claims to be but he doesn't have the capability to end this delusion that he's the smartest man alive. He's not awful. He's just such a disappointment. I... I didn't know he was going to say that. It's okay, buddy. Maybe this is why Bobby Bobson should have stayed in retirement, eh? You tried your best. 
Don't worry, your little green noggin about it. I, I just wanted to play at being a lawyer. I know, that's okay. This is what you do. You're the fun one. Playing's your thing. But I could have actually helped you. Please, Dad, I made it worse. This is very touching, but how about you? Hurry it up a bit. Right, of course. I'll pack my things. Is there a limit on my luggage? I think I will need a suitcase and hand luggage. What's the weather like in the underworld this time of year? Do I need to pack a jumper? The trial has not concluded yet. I would like to call a surprise witness. Are you allowed to do that as the judge? Doesn't sound very impartial to me. Okay. I believe the gremlin would like to call a surprise witness. Isn't that correct, gremlin? <laughs> yes. I, I would like to call a surprise witness. Oh, I wonder who's at the door. Hi, geezers. It's me, Stanley. Sorry to interrupt. Looks like you're in the midst of some high court drama. I would have waited till you were done, but I've got dance class in 30. Eh, you know the type, you know the type. Anyway, I've got a package for you, addressed to the hotel attic. Some kind of milk steamer. <laughs> you lot really are full of surprises. It was dropped off by a stork. Well, I've what the hell he did, babies. <laughs> yeah, you know the type, you know the type. I've got four kids myself. Didn't order any of them. All just dropped off at the door. <laughs> Love them a lot, little rascals. Yeah, you know the type. One of them is the patron saint of the raven's talon. Covered in black feathers. Or are they blue? Nobody really knows, do they? <laughs> right, well, I'll leave you to it. See you later, geezers. Don't get dragged into hell or nothing while I'm gone. Ha! <laughs> In a bit. Don't tell me that's your witness. What? No, he was just delivering my milk steamer. I'm sure I mentioned it. No, our new witness is in room 557. Incoming transmission from room 557, Ceremony Hall 4. I would like to thank you all for my fifth Nobel Peace Prize. If I had known 25 years ago how much my invention would change the world, I never would have believed it. This has been my single greatest invention, and I will forever be proud of how much I have achieved all by myself. Wow, David. I didn't expect that. I don't see how this is relevant. David was the scientist's apprentice around 30 years ago. Now I would like to present some evidence from my internal recording system. Say what? I was fitted with a recording system to document the processes of the scientist's early inventions. This tape I'm submitting is from the 7th of March, 1990 at 4.15pm. Do you mind if I head home for the day, Albert? I have been up for three days straight working on my equation. Yeah, of course. Don't worry about it, David. We've made some really great progress. I think you've earned a good day's rest. I might go up to the attic later to check on my secret project. Oh, good idea. Well, I'll see you on Friday. Or should I say... See, see you, you on, on the, the flip side! You know, that book of a thousand and one hip young phrases for hot and trendy teens is serving us well. <laughs> see you, David. Oh, David left his notes. Uh, maybe I can catch up with him. Wow. This equation really is excellent. But there's a couple of errors. 
Right, so if I just carry this zero over here, if I move this here, and if I just cross that out. The scientist fixed the errors in David's equation without any praise or recognition, just from the goodness in his heart. David would not have had any of the success he's had today without scientists' help. This is just one example of a selfless act that changed the whole path of another person's future. While it does not seem like much, it's near impossible to find truly selfless acts without positive repercussions for the person performing the act. To find someone who is truly good. Right, enough of that, I have finished running my diagnostics. Wait, what? Wait, what? What? Wait. I have been stalling for time. I decided to run some diagnostics to test the morality levels of everybody's soul using all of the information I have gathered. I knew it would take some time, so to avoid the scientist being wrongly taken by the demon, I had to distract everyone until my calculations were complete. And if there's one thing that we can count on, it's that if you give the gremlin a character to play, he's going to ramble on for a really long time. Hence the court case. It's genius, Brian. Thank you, sir. After all, I was invented by a genius. Wait, 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 wait. So if the trial wasn't real, it means I never left retirement. My wife and kids are still safe. And I didn't let anyone down. What's the good news then, Brian? How good are we? I bet we're so good. Well, that's the catch. It turns out that the scientist is 51% evil, so only just tipping the scale. I am 62% evil, which is a bit disconcerting, but not exactly a surprise. And Gremlin, you are completely evil. <laughs> I... I have you all. I almost cannot believe it. Your souls are all mine. You knew having a robot with infallible logic processes and their impartiality program turned on would work out so well in my favour. You've snookered yourselves. Checkmate, mousetrap, I passed, go and collect a 200. You are the snakes and I'm the ladders. <laughs> Actually, I ran your soul through my diagnostics too. It turns out your soul is 51% good. No, surely not. That's... that cannot be true. 51% good, but... No ifs. No buts. No coconuts! Ha! Checkmate! Attic gang! Attic gang! Don't leave me hanging! Attic gang! Okay, yeah, fine, don't worry about it. It's no. This... this makes no sense. You've wasted all my time. You've destroyed my dream, my life's work, and you make terrible chamomile tea. I hate you, I hate myself, and I hate chamomile tea. This attic is literally worse than the place that is designed to be the worst place in the entire multiverse. This attic is worse than the worst place in the entire multiverse. You are the worst. <laughs> Literally the worst. Okay, I will strike you a deal. I will let your souls go free if you let me stay and study your evil behaviour for the next Shall we say 50 years? 50 years? It's a deal! Attic gang! Attic gang! 
One more member. Attic gang. Attic gang. Attic gang. One more member. Attic gang. Attic gang. Attic gang. Looks like you're one of us now. Attic gang. Any regrets? Holy snapping turtles. Attic gang. Woo! This broadcast has been brought to you by Hotel Elsewhere, scripted under candlelight, featuring Eddie Lear as the scientist, Lou Spicer as Brian the robot, Matthew Beecham as the gremlin, and Abigail Hackwood as the demon, and guest starring Toby Saddleton as Stanley the geezer. All additional voices provided by featured artists. Audio engineering and original music by Eddie Lear, artwork by Abigail Hackwood. If you enjoyed this adventure, please consider subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash hotel elsewhere. Thank you for listening.